Welcome to Three Drinks In, the podcast where two friends explore the everyday topics we all know and love, with a little help from a few drinks. Join us as we take a lighthearted and sometimes humorous dive into the things that make life interesting. From trust in relationships, being a woman at work, managing friendship issues, and everything in between, our candid conversations are sure to be enhanced by a few beverages. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and let's get started. Starting the recording, perfect. Okay. I liked the season two intro. Can do season two. Season two! What's been going season on? <laughs> okay. It's here. So, when's the last time we recorded? It was a while ago. It, it feels like it was in winter. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that sunny outside, so yeah, it was a long yeah. time ago. It feels like it was pretty cold, and we're now in July. Um, we do have a good excuse, though. Do you want to give us a bit of background on your recent life changes? Yeah, I mean, I moved. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's, like, my my brain usually is like, oh, yeah, it's just a move, like, it's fine. We've done this a million times. But actually, moving countries is a bit different. Um, yeah. And... Like, there's just, like, start of May is, I think, when we last recorded, and I had just lost one of my grandparents, so that was, like, a big kind of in-your-face in your moment reality that you mm-hmm. have to kind of, you know, confront. Um, then, uh, basically started the move process, um, and I was, I was very much in denial of everything. It was like, yeah, it's chill, it's chill. Um, and then when we started, like, living in boxes and just, like, our our home didn't feel like home anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was really strange and not, like, not a nice feeling at all because, like, we were the first ones to live in the flat that we were at in London. And so when we were I remember like when we moved in at first it was like a hotel room like it didn't have any soul and like we really put a lot of effort to decorate it to make it ours and then like just taking all of that kind of felt like the last two years where we lived there didn't really happen so that was a bit weird it was a very cute flat yeah it was nice um but yeah and then I was like yeah I'm fine I'm fine and you know when you start repeating your I'm fine, like something's not yeah. okay. And just like the last night when um just the day before the van the van came, like just so emotional and like you and I were like, Nope, we're not talking about this, this is not happening. <laughs> I actually remember it perfectly. I think um I remember yeah, so you did like a last evening before the move to Paris. Um, so you organize a little get together outside. Um, and I think I remember like taking the tube there. <laughs> I literally felt like, I was like, I, I don't really want to go. I mean, like I wanted to go to this I know thing, but mean. it didn't feel like going to like a fun event. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to this like dreadful thing. But then I showed up and like everyone was chatting and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? This, this is like, okay. This is just like a little get together amongst friends. And for some reason, there wasn't a lot of coverage on the fact that you were moving. It was just like... We didn't speak about it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't speak about it, so it was fine. But even, like, you and I didn't really interact that much. We were like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Nothing to to say here. Um, but yeah, but then another one of our friends um, that you don't see that often, so I don't know how much contact she has. We're just like on this group chat with loads of people and like, 
you know, there was something said about the fact that you were doing something, but I don't know if she knew that it was like moving away drinks. Uh, so she rocks up with like another one of her friends and then we're like uh, moving to get dinner to like a pizzeria. Um, and then I think at some point, you know, you tell her you're moving and she's like, oh my God, you're moving? <laughs> <laughs> And just look in that direction and then she started like pouring oh, no. <laughs> like tears <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess it kind of leads us to the topic of today's podcast which is long distance friendships so that was yeah. that was the intro for it that's yeah that's the topic for today um but it's it's so convenient like i think it what i'm missing in my life right now is the routine um, because mm. everything is so new, like, I'm not even, I'm in, still in, like, an Airbnb, so I don't have, like, my gym, my supermarket, my, like, I, I love a routine, like, I don't like to have everything scheduled, but when you have, like, your, your places, your go-tos, like, that's, that's quite nice, and that's when you feel settled, and so I feel like the last two months have just, like, gone by, like, without mm. anything, and, and it's, it's it's not good because like you know we we speak on a regular basis like we text probably 15,000 times a day but um but we don't actually we like i i feel like i didn't have the time to really connect and find, like it was very mm-hmm. difficult to find an hour or two to to just chat and like you know connect but what i keep on reminding myself is that you know you don't need an hour to connect with your friends like you can just be like hey yo what's up on my way to work um while you're having your morning coffee um and it's like a 15 minutes high and it's so nice um but yeah I have to get in the out of the mindset of okay I need to dedicate like a whole night to a phone call like that's not it's like a fake perspective kind of thing does that make sense it, it does, although I, yeah, I do, I do get that starting mindset because I feel like a lot of phone calls I've had with friends abroad just because you don't, you know, it is difficult to kind of make time so you don't end up catching up that often. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like if you pick up the phone, they can sometimes be quite long. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of understand the like, you know, you need to like think about whether right now is the time to have that call mm. um one thing i've tried so one of my best friends lives in new york yeah we're both not necessarily the best at responding to each other and we're also terrible at planning catch-ups mm. so the only times we manage to speak is if one of us just has like a free evening or like a free like you know three minutes to kill and we'll just do like a random call and if the other person picks up great then we'll have a chat if the person doesn't pick up it's fine um, but it only works if it's a random phone call that was yeah. not planned and it's just like testing if the other person is free or not. So I feel like, yeah, different different strategies in terms of how to get in touch with but other it, people. That's like so nice because it's spontaneous. So you really like, you're like, oh, I'm thinking of that person. So I'm going to give them a call. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like with even like the time difference, like it's just so difficult to pin down someone and to actually have that conversation. Um but I think, like, the more that you call, the less it needs to be long because you already know everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my commitment is that I'm going to make sure that we connect more often um, rather than having, like, a two-hour conversation. Although I love that. Um, like, we, yeah, when I hung up with you last time, I was like, 
you spoke for two hours. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I don't even know at this point. <laughs> It was kind of cute, though, because, like, by the end of it, we're both making a little dinner. Yeah. I, don't know, I thought that was very wholesome. We were like, okay, enough now. I'm hungry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> gotta eat. Bye-bye. Yeah, but you've also got some news. I've, I've got some wink, news. Wink, wink. Uh, wink, wink. Oh, yeah, I've got some news. Uh, so my, uh, my favorite situationship has turned into um, a single situationship. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I can. Yeah, it's, at this point. What do you mean a single? Re- no, like you're you're in a relationship now. You're not okay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, that's my news. I'm in a relationship. Listen, like I I say this. I probably say this to everyone but you. But this guy is just like perfect. He's perfect, perfect, perfect. Like he's kind. He's funny he's smart he's well cultured he's curious like he's everything that like you would like one would be looking for in in a boyfriend so I am pumped for you that like this happened I felt it coming a little bit but I was like I'm not gonna say anything because she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna freak out <laughs> I'm, I'm also yeah I'm also fairly pumped uh he's found the podcast though so I'm not gonna talk Oops. about it too much because otherwise his ego well <laughs> Hello, the Mr. Situationship that is now no longer a situationship. <laughs> yeah, okay, so coming back to um, long-distance friendships and how you kind of deal with that, like, how do you, like, how how do you find it meeting your friends again in person? Like, how is that different from being on the phone and just, like, you know, talking shit on WhatsApp and, like, sending memes all day long and actually not... I mean, yeah, there's so many people that, personally, like, I send memes to on a constant, constant basis, but actually I have no idea what's going on in their lives, which is, like, you know, what a great friend. Um, But, like, how do you find it meeting someone face-to-face again? Like, I guess it depends on the friendship and sometimes it's a little bit different from one person to another, but, yeah, just curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't seen each other in person yet, but with when that's happened um, in the past with real close friendships, it is so much fun. It's actually, I don't want to say more fun, it's just a, it turns into a different type of friendship where, yeah. because it's normally in a holiday setting or weekend setting, um, you spend longer periods of time together, but like in a condensed format. So they like like when I've had um, those friendships in the past, it's just been like, for example, like going to Paris, spending a week there, and then you kind of see them every day. You're like, yeah. oh, I have this event tonight. Um, there's usually like friends and commons involved because you try to see multiple people at the same time. So it's like loads of parties, loads of like coffees, um, and you also remove some stressful aspects of the friendships. So it's just like yeah, it's just like really really focusing on fun. So they they do tend to be. I find them like. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't want to say more fun. It's just a different type of friendship. It like ups and downs. It's very yeah. sad at the start. Um, you wish you had more time. Like it's always quite bittersweet when like one of you has to kind of go home. Um, but but quite cool. So I'm I'm trying to take that as a as a positive. Yeah, it's true because like you only make the most out of the situation, and it's like quality time on steroids. So exactly. You, yeah, you you don't think about like. Oh, 
that person is annoying me for the little thing or like she hasn't <laughs> responded to my text or whatever um but yeah it's funny because like I I met with like a, a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in forever she lives in in France so like you know perfect occasion to have like dinner <laughs> together and I think we hadn't seen each other since like last September so a while back mm. um and we took a minute to recalibrate our our sense of humor <laughs> and like it was like we were on two different planets and she was we, we both have like a very dry humor when we're together mm-hmm. um and so she was being like extremely sarcastic and I was responding with extreme sarcasm and she was like wait did you get my joke and we just <laughs> we like it took a minute um mm-hmm. but I think it's important to like call out the elephant in the room as well when it happens um yeah because that was yeah, it, it, I think it can go really awkward really quickly. Um, but you just have to, like, make, make a bit of, like, a fun thing out of it. Um, but, yeah. Do you prefer, like, what's your... Okay, what's the favorite thing... What's your favorite thing about having long-distance friendships versus the thing that you hate the most without, like, stating the obvious, like, I don't get to see them that often. <laughs> I don't get to see them that often. Okay, um... <laughs> My favorite thing is, I don't think this works with every friend, um, but when you have friends that you don't necessarily need to chat with all the time, but it's like, you know, it's like your best friends and it doesn't really matter how long time passes. Like there could be like two, three years you haven't seen them. It's just, it's a super long time, but it's people you've known for so long and you just know. Mm-hmm. So it's slightly different to like a, an acquaintance, like someone you like, or like just like a, a regular friend. If you... If you didn't see them for two years, you do probably get that little bit of like a awkward moment. But with really, really close ones, um, you can just like not see them for two years, and then you like you see them again. It's it's completely the same. Like it's it's one of yeah. your people, and you know them so well. They know you so well, and there's very little pressure on the friendship because you both know that you love each other. And like if someone is in trouble, they'll be there for you. They'll pick up the phone, but you also don't need that constant like daily reassurance of of texting. Um, so that's one of the things I really like. The things, the things that I don't like that are not proximity. I guess I mean it is linked to proximity. But you you are a little bit more detached. I mean it it goes both <gasps> ways. How you dare have... you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> no, but because so because you don't catch up all the time and you also don't interact in groups you only know a subset of what's happening in the person's life you only know what they choose to tell you which is also fine like everyone's you know I'm not saying like your friend needs to tell you everything but it's just um sometimes in groups you see other dynamics and mm. it creates um you know topics of conversation so yeah that's that's probably one of the negatives you know what I was thinking about as well like when you when you have long distance when I think we're at an age right now where people change quite radically. Like they find themselves and, you know, they they find their 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 career, their passions, their um their partners, like whatever. Like I, I feel like right now is when people start to go into their early adulthood mode. And I think that's mm. gonna last for like a couple of couple of years. Um and and when you when you have friends that you're physically close to um, and that you live in the same city, like you can see that change really quickly versus when you don't live in the same city and when you're kind of like hatching up, like that change can kind of 
you know, go unnoticed until yep. you see that person. And even though when you see that person, because as you said, like, you're a little bit detached, it doesn't matter as much. Whereas when where you interact with them on the, like, daily, weekly basis, those little things matter most. And that, I guess that's, it's a weird way of saying, like, that's what I like in long-distance friendships sometimes, is that it kind of brings you back to the core and to what matters, and it distracts all of the little things that, you know, we don't actually really care about. Um, yeah. As long as the person is, like, nice, kind, and respectful. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's quite nice, I guess, as a kind of hidden yeah quality <laughs> yeah for sure i have thought of like another negative which is like because um, you were talking about um you know like people changing and picking up like new habits and stuff one thing that is nice when you have a lot of your friends close by is um like picking up hobbies or activities together which i think is quite a fun like it's a very cute and fun thing mm-hmm. to do as friends like oh i've discovered this class or like i want to do this thing this weekend um and yeah, it's, it's a very easy uh, explanation to this. If you're not in the same place, Fair. very difficult to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and you can't kind of build that routine. You can do it when you meet up, but you can't really, like, build it yeah. into a routine with your friend. Another positive thing is that you get to travel and accommodation is usually free. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is a nice one. Yeah. We, like, literally, when I was visiting flats in France, um, my boyfriend was like, yeah, it's really nice, like, we'll get to have, like, an office or, like, a like a dressing room kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, and a bedroom for Alice when she comes and visit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was such a no-brainer. And I was like, okay, fine, not just for Alice, for my brother and my sister as well. But, you know, they, they'll they figure it out. They'll go to their cousin's place. <laughs> like, I was like, no, this is happening. This is Alice's room. And... I'll make oh, it, I I'll, I'll Barbie core for you, because I know that you're obsessed with a pink house. <laughs> I know, I'm obsessed with Barbie at the moment, and my current flat is fairly pink. I am not obsessed with pink in general. <laughs> yeah. Although that would be fine if I were. Um, but yeah, I'm, of course. I'm seeing it as more, I'm seeing it as more of, a, of a phase. Like, I think, I think we've discussed this in a previous episode, but I had a period of, like, not being very pink and then going more into, like, girlyhood. I think my next flat will probably be, like, a little bit more nuanced. Yeah. Yeah, you were very anti-pink. And then you were like, actually, it's okay to like pink. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, though. I think, yeah, if I spoke to my sister about going to Barbie, she would be like, um, you are not my sister anymore. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> she's the most, like, tomboy person ever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's good to, yeah, embrace the pink. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Especially, yeah, especially this month. Like, there's some, like, the Barbie marketing team, they're, like, on fire. They've done an amazing job. Yeah. Just, like... Even the outfits that Margot Robbie is wearing at all of the premieres, like, it's all iconic outfits from, like, vintage Barbies and stuff. Mm. Um, She's such a great cast, I find. Yeah. But I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see I really want to go see Oppenheimer as well because it's a little bit, maybe, like, it's just my Instagram um, that's biased, but there's a little bit less hype 
around it. Mm. Um, but maybe that's just my algorithm that's biased. <laughs> are you going to do both in the same day? People are saying you need to do, um, what is it called? They're like first one during the morning and then Barbie the evening. I can't do that. It's too sunny outside. I need some fresh air. Like, when, I, I find it more and more difficult. I think in the in the winter months, like, I'm going to get a cinema subscription or something because I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. But I find it so hard in the summer um, just because you want to be outside and just, like, chill and people watch and stuff. But, yeah, um... I'm not gonna do the two movies in a day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not either. Um, I just know that like Instagram is, you know, they're doing like a full on planning for people on how to watch both in a day. But I also think it's a bit extra to do two. Like, I would probably get a headache. What are people like seeing first? The one you just mentioned, Oppenheimer. And I'll go open. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like sad. Because apparently, apparently the plan is to do that first. Because it's apparently it's quite intense, and then you relax. You're like you have some drinks, and then you kind of like cool it off with Barbie. Have you seen the new Sex in the City? Uh, yeah, I have actually. I haven't. Oh, and we need to talk you about. It? Huh? I haven't watched you it. You haven't started it? No, I'm a bit mm, unenthused by it. I guess. Just, yeah, I watch it just because, like, I have emotional attachment to the original one, but it. it's it's almost like, um, you know, there's a, a sentence which is, like, if there's, for example, like, a celebrity you really, really love, you almost shouldn't meet them, because it kind of, like, it kind of breaks the dream. Yeah. Um, it's, like, a little bit similar. Like, it's just, like, it's not bad, but it's it's not amazing, so uh, it's, it's not, unless you have, like, hours to kill, it's not, you don't need to see it. You know really. who's a bad friend? Carrie. I know. Well, we've we've discussed Carrie before. In a, she, I don't think friend. she's the best person. Like, not nope. a big fan of Carrie. Nope. 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 And we need to talk about the idol. We'll do that next time. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> we can do a whole like TV shows review. Like a <laughs> cultural <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to. The only thing I will say about the idol is that I love the soundtrack. <laughs> Oh, this soundtrack is so good. I've it's been so hooked good. on one of the songs for like a week. Yeah. So good. The My Sweet Lord one. Yeah. I oh my god, it. I heard it. I was like, <laughs> and it's in the last episode as well. So yeah. I was like, why am I watching? Like, you know, why am I making it to the final episode? Um, and then I, I listened to the song and I was like, okay, I've got, I've got one good thing out of this. You binged that show in a night. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a Friday night and I had nothing to do. So I was like, well, that's the best thing to do then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Cool. Well, that's been one for for the books. This is the first episode of season two. Um, We yes, I pledge to make this a bit more of a commitment in my diary um, so that we can do it on a weekly basis. You can't, like, it's, it's not all Serena's fault. I have also bailed out of a podcast. Life um, happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Life happens. Um, we're going to do, I think we're going to do, like, a special long episode or, like, a few-part episode because we're going to the countryside together this summer. Yes. Um, so you'll hear probably some cows around um, and just us chatting shit, as always. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. See you next time.
Bye. Bye.